Rethinking Heroes with Carrie Harrison. Life after the military. RethinkingHeroes.com. Carrie Harrison here with an exciting radio gift benefit just for you this time. Rethinking Heroes has found one more way to help vets, civilians, and you to make your life more sustainable. This is radio giving back for all the time you've spent with us. Rethinking Heroes has found a forward-thinking partner who's created a complimentary downloadable discount pharmacy card to give you up to 90% off many of your prescriptions. If we don't care for each other, no one else is going to, that's for sure. So for us, it had to be no fees, no credit cards, no expiration dates for any and all listeners. Turns out the folks at CapRx also want to help fix our busted medical system. So we got a pile of complimentary downloadable discount cards for most medications. And they're good across 65,000 different pharmacies. Now you can cut out some of the middlemen as we have your back to stay well. Let's all make radio cool again. You can download your complimentary card now at RethinkingHeroes.com. RethinkingHeroes.com. That's RethinkingHeroes.com. Rethinking Heroes. Rethinking Heroes with Carrie Harrison. With over 700 military veteran journalists worldwide, it's your Rethinking Heroes Flash Briefing. Stories from the front. And it is Carrie Harrison here on Rethinking Heroes with your Rethinking Heroes Flash Briefing and update on national defense news and stories affecting service members and veterans. A couple of weeks ago, we brought you news of a major rebrand for the Army. Well, it's gotten complicated. After blitzing the airwaves with commercials sporting its reinvented Be All You Can Be tagline, the Army had to stop broadcasting its new TV ads this week. Why? Well, actor Jonathan Majors, the on-screen narrator for both ads, released in this new campaign, was arrested over the weekend in New York City. The actor allegedly assaulted a 30-year-old woman who he dated. His attorney has vehemently denied the allegations and argued that her client was trying to help her amid a, quote, emotional crisis. Majors is charged with three counts, each of third-degree assault and attempted assault, in addition to one count each of aggravated harassment. That led the Army to quickly pull its new cinematic ads starring the Marvel actor, which have been all over the place since their early March debut. But the Army Times first reported this as news. Service officials acknowledged that the unfortunate timing, too, with the March Madness Final Four looming this weekend, that left little time to find replacement spots to fill their difficult schedule. And that is your Rethinking Heroes Flash Briefing. Coming up, a deep dive into everything that's going on right now. Special thanks to Davis Winky and military veterans in journalism for assembling this flash briefing from Los Angeles and beyond. I'm Carrie Harrison with Rethinking Heroes. Rethinking Heroes, life after the military. I've spent a decade taking a bite out of conspiracy theories, unraveling urban legends, and grappling with worldwide top secret issues. I've even racked up some of their awards. Wow, I mean, first of all, what a question. Journalism is about telling the truth, all while ferreting out the bottom line. I'm a Harrison Hellraiser. Uh-oh. With me, Carrie Harrison, as your guide. Rethinking Heroes, Life After the Military, with Carrie Harrison. And it is a few minutes past the top of the hour. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Rethinking Heroes, rethinkingheroes.com. 
And today, in just three minutes, we are going to remove a million dollars in regular people's medical debt in the name, on behalf of American veterans, veterans who are still in service, whether they're retired, whether they're working at the moment, it doesn't matter. Many, for many years, I think the idea has been that we are all out there helping veterans. And it's true. Unfortunately, not to the degree that we all think it's happening. For example, everyone thinks that a vet goes to the VA and they get free, unlimited, all-you-can-eat medical care all the way to the finish line. Not the case. If you're a veteran, you go to the VA, it might be free if, if you're actually ill and that illness is connected directly to service. So let's say you were in Vietnam and you had exposure to Agent Orange, and now you're dealing with oncological issues, issues that are just mind-numbingly difficult. If it cannot be connected to service 40 years ago, they may not treat you. And then you have, and you are, you become exposed as everyone listening right now to regular commercial healthcare. And that could be expensive. I was telling a friend in Europe today, they have all you can eat medical care. It's part of their tax system. Uh, they feel that having a fire department where you don't pay, like I don't have to pay a special fire department tax to know that the fire department is going to come to me. I don't pay a special thing to have potholes repaired. Street lamps turned on, invention of Benjamin Franklin, uh, public libraries, in fact, school, free, free in the United States up until college. And I don't have to think about that like, well, why isn't college free then? Isn't that considered education still? In fact, it's still education, but better, but not free. Though it once was, it certainly was in California for many years. We forget that the infrastructure after World War II, as our president of the United States, as we were looking to rebuild Germany after conquering it, looking to rebuild Japan after conquering it, how do you rebuild civilizations without basic band-aids and glue and, you know, live humans able to pull themselves up, as we like to think, by their bootstraps? Um, my personal family history of puritanical thinking, it's crazy. If you try to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you fall back on your ass. So it's a stupid metaphor. But we like to pretend that that is a truth and a reality. We knew that by giving medical care and forcing that into the constitutions of Germany, into Japan, where everybody could have a chance to be medically fixed, especially after uh, carpet bombings and such, then you could begin to rebuild, have factories, have commerce, have society, have cultures. Likewise, it spread throughout all of Europe, and we even saw Great Britain, England, put that into their constitution as well. So they're not allergic to the idea of uh, unlimited, all-you-can-eat health care. That is paid for by your taxes, as you would a pothole, as you would a fire department, as you would military service. Like, imagine if you were told, well, Timmy on Street L gets to have the Air Force and whatever protect him, but Bobby does not because he has to pay a, pay a special tax. His street will get bombed and will not be defended, not even by the police, not by the fire department, not by the National Guard, by nobody, except this guy over here. No, it's unlimited. It's part of what we pay for taxes. And so in Europe, they have the same situation. A European comes to the United States with his European health care, which means nothing here, uh, breaks a leg, 
he has to go to the ER. What is the ER? Let's look at it soberly, shall we? ER is a hospital with services, like a hospital, or like a hotel. You go to a hotel, you get a room, you get a bed, you get maid service. If you want a massage, that's extra. If you want to play tennis, maybe that's extra. If you want to buy something in the gift shop, that's extra. And so it's the same thing in a hospital. You pay for every doctor, every consultation, every aspirin, every piece of cloth, every Band-Aid, all the soup cats and pizzas. They make consultations, make phone calls. You pay, 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 pay. And you don't get a menu. You don't get a price list. You just get a big old bill. And so many of us are just wildly overburdened, crushed to the point where those medical debts must be paid because they're real debts. They're not a special category. It's debt. And a lot of us put those on credit cards at extraordinarily delicious interest that we've all become abnormally familiar with in recent times after having 10 years of almost no interest. It's profound and overwhelming, especially to people like veterans who are so vulnerable. Let's take a moment and think, well, why are veterans vulnerable? Well, they're vulnerable because not only have they put in service and come back, often damaged, often uh, less agile than somebody who has not gone through that. But let's say you're 18 and you get hired and you go to the military and you have no previous real work history or highly developed skill sets and you're trained in boot camp and you learn how to fire a gun, maybe at a, you know, shoot a target a mile away in a high wind in the dark with a scope. And you're really good at being a sniper. Then you go into civilian life and you want to work at a car dealership and they say, well, have you sold cars? And how are your people skills? And you go, well, I'm not really sure, but I can hit a target at a mile and a half in the dark at a high wind. Oh, well, thank you for coming in. And so we have this triple problem. We actually have a problem in quadruplets, in quintuplets, and it goes on ad infinitum. So if it's hard to get a job, it's hard to pay your rent. It's hard to pay your rent. It's hard to live somewhere. It's hard to have an address. You don't have an address. You can't get mail. If you can't get mail, you can't get services. If you can't get services, you end up on the sidewalk. I think you know where we're all going. This is not a mystery, not a secret. Be in Los Angeles, walk down the sidewalk. There it is right in front of you. It is real life. Well, there are organizations out there, good organizations. And as you know, we've been able to present over the last, what, eight, nine weeks, Rethinking Heroes, a lot of really heroic, creative organizations. We've had one that actually has, not my word, a cure for depression. You might remember this from about five weeks ago. A cure for depression, their word. And they do a deep brain scan. One of the machines is in Los Angeles. There's another one somewhere else. And they can actually see inside of the human brain. And when you and I have trauma, PTSD, by the way, PTSD does not mean you were in battle. It means maybe you had Mommy Dearest and Cruella DeVille for a mother like I did. So I have a world of internal battle that I have to deal with. Nothing like the real thing out there for sure. But all of it manifests as anxiety, as depression. We all know about this stuff. And what they found in this brain photography is depression or trauma looks like a root system in this photography, like tree roots. You can actually see it going through the brain. And they found a way to turn off that root system. And that root system is powerful because anytime you have an anxiety attack or deal with harsh stress, that root system embedded in your brain. Remember, your brain hardwires itself 
to every experience you ever have. And it doesn't forget. You may forget the specifics, but the body keeps the score. And so it defaults to the brain to fight, flight, freeze, run, hide, throw a grenade, hit somebody, do something, get drunk. And they found a way to alleviate this, to uh, vitiate the problem, to use science. So it's not invasive, no drugs, no psychiatry involved, really. It's done with science. And they say, they claim that they can cure depression in five days. That is rethinking heroism. Those are the people we like to bring on. So that's why I want to next go to another superhero and why we're getting rid of this medical debt that plagues not only our veterans universally, ubiquitously, but you and me at large. You've heard us talk about the crushing toll medical debt plays on vets, not to mention the average American. So check out this Consumer Reports headline, which was a shocker just to read. Surprisingly, quote, U.S. military veterans are on the hook for medical bills that the VA won't cover. Like I said earlier, medical bills the VA won't cover. Well, in fact, collectively, veterans had almost a billion dollars in medical debt, and that was four years ago. Add four years, add inflation, add the devaluation of the dollar. I can't do math that high. So imagine what it is now. Let's add in medical debt now from the larger civilian population, and we're looking at hundreds of billions of dollars. The number is larger than most national economies around the world. So your friends here at Rethinking Heroes, we got together. We rethought, like we did with the Depression, and we're working on other things for you. We rethought, how could we help our listeners, this time in the name of our veterans, as opposed to the other way around? They're helping you and me. Our veterans continue to commit to us no matter their service status. Enter RIP Medical Debt. You've heard me talk about them before. They're a nonprofit organization devoted to relieving Americans of all stripes of medical debt. And since 2015, RIP has paid off more than $100 million in veterans' medical bills, just theirs. And now, right here and right now, RIP Medical Debt is relieving $1 million in general American medical debt, coast to coast, spread out. With us is Scott Patton, a fundraising consultant, vice president of development at RIP Medical Debt. He's worked with RIP for six years, helped it touch so many lives. And I want to welcome you, Scott Patton, to Rethinking Heroes. Thanks so much for having me, Kerry. It's a pleasure. It's an honor to be here on Legendary KPFK. Yeah, great vocal. I hope that was a long enough introduction for you. Several minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. great. I appreciate your homework. You get to go to bed every night feeling good. Maybe you feel good <laughs> for other reasons, but I mean, like, I did something cool today. And the rest of us, we hope we did something cool today, but you actually do something cool today. Tell us about what you do that is cool, that I've been, like, painting broad pictures about, but you actually do it. Yeah, thanks. Um, I, I do get to feel good about this. Of course, there's lots of reasons in the world right now to, to balance that with a, a little bit of, uh, of fear and trauma, but uh, we just keep pushing the ball up the hill. We keep pushing the rock up the hill. Um, RIP Medical Debt, um, uh, you, you may have talked about us a little bit before, but it was founded, of course, by former debt collectors who uh, realized that they could use their contacts in, in the debt industry to just relieve medical debt rather than collect it. And um, obviously, this is uh, 
a really exciting um, idea. And this has picked up over the last uh, nine years, almost um, nine years in uh, this summer, uh, where RAP Medical Debt has been purchasing medical debt at first, primarily on the secondary debt market. And the secondary debt market is, uh, you know, different organizations and companies who buy medical debt from hospitals or other types of care providers and then try to collect it, right? Well, we were originally functioning just like that. We were buying medical debt, um, on the secondary debt market at literally pennies on the dollar. Um, so, so, you know, that, that led to this incredible ROI that we're able to offer our donors of, uh, relieving basically a hundred dollars of medical debt on average for every dollar that's donated because the deal that is offered on the secondary debt market um, between care providers and other organizations is uh, is a great one. And it's not one that's offered to the patients, right? So over the course of these nine years, we've also uh, built relationships now directly with care providers and we're getting that medical debt at an even earlier opportunity before it has the ability to create all these um uh, terrible, uh, financial and emotional, um, scars for people. Um, so we're buying, uh, debt now directly from care providers across the country. They get to recover some of their costs a little bit early. Um, and we get to relieve that debt on behalf of the patients. And as you, uh, you know, described here in the introduction, the cost of healthcare in the United States has vastly outstripped any common person's ability to pay it. And, you know, I can tell you anecdotally uh, from working with our donors and, and other organizations across the country, even people of means are staggered by the, the amount of money that they need to pay even after, um, even after having a, a, you know, a comprehensive health insurance plan. So even with 90% of, of, you know, people in the population having some kind of healthcare coverage, Americans owe at least $195 billion of medical debt. And all we can do at RIP is just take little swipes of it away. And uh, while we recognize broadly that, you know, our mission can't fix the system, you know, a systemic problem is going to require a systemic adjustment, but we can deliver relief for millions of Americans every year through this model. This is awesome. And Scott Patton, I'm just going to jump in and reintroduce you. This is Terry Harris, and this is Rethinking Heroes, RethinkingHeroes.com, RethinkingHeroes.com. This is the moment we have actually pulled the trigger. It's invisible. That's the beauty of radio. You'll have to imagine that trigger being pulled but $1 million of medical debt post-to-post has been relieved. And all because our veterans are standing behind who they are and the commitment they made in the past to you and me. And it's done through this nonprofit organization, RIP Medical Debt, which has done that. Um, and it's touching people all over the country. No one, no like Timmy, you know, Timmy Smith on this street. No, 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 it's not like that. It's general medical debt. So they buy it in bulk and relieve it. And ultimately, what that does is relieve you and me incrementally. And as they continue to grow, because they've only been around for a handful of years, as they continue to grow, uh, we're going to see more and more activity. We're talking right now to Scott Patton, fundraising consultant and vice president of development at RIP Medical Debt, having worked with RIP Medical Debt for six years, which became popular uh, 
uh, happily and serendipitously through the John Oliver show on HBO, which sort of, you know, helped co-create this concept. And then they took the ball and ran with it. And here it is, the, the savior in town. And they have joined us here at Rethinking Heroes because we want you, you who have been listening to this station, all radio, to actually pay you back in some way. You know, we're always saying, help us out. We get to help you out now. So that's what we're doing right here, right now. Uh, Scott Patton is RIP medical debt because at the end of the day, we all would like a better healthcare system. Are you guys working to up, uh, you know, upstream change healthcare policy even? Well, we, we do what we can. Um, we do have uh, th- just this past year in 2022, we hired a director of public policy who uh, meets with activists, meets with hospitals, meets with um, uh, all kinds of stakeholders in the field to um, to uh, promote ideas that can work uh, for people. Um, so one of the things that uh, that that we can do uh, is when we have these, when we build these relationships with hospitals that we buy medical debt from, we get the very rare opportunity to evaluate their, um, their charity care policy for lack of a better word. And many, many of our partners believe that, you know, Hey, we do charity care to 200, 300, 400% of the federal poverty limit. Um, We're intrigued by your idea, RAP medical debt, but we don't think you're going to find much, um, you know, in, in our, uh, outstanding debt that's owed to us, um, uh, of people who, who really can't afford to pay. Well, um, you know, we appreciate that perspective, but once we get in there and, and work with them, we discover that that's not exactly true and that there's actually plenty of people um, with outstanding debt to a care provider who who maybe should have um, been caught in the safety net policy of the hospital and didn't. Um, so what we can do is make recommendations to those hospitals for ways that they can shore up their charity care policy um, and eliminate the probability or at least reduce the probability that the people that they're serving in their communities will actually encounter the exact same type of scenario again, because many people have chronic illnesses. I mean, that's, it's just a side effect of living. You're, you're going to get sick. You're going it's to get a injured. Existing condition. Life. <laughs> Life is a pre-existing condition. That's right. So what we want to do is not just um, buy the medical debt in the short term, which does have powerful impacts for families and communities across the United States, but we want to try and, um, we want to try and, and, and dam up and reduce the probability of recurring devastating medical debt. And we're so grateful to our care provider uh, partners for working with us on that. Well, thank you so much, Scott Patton with RIP Medical Debt. Your website, ripmedicaldebt.com, if I'm not mistaken. .org. .org, yes, because you are a nonprofit of 5013C which we vote yes for, just like uh, many of our stations. And because of that, we get to do the good work. And you are our rethinking hero. And we appreciate that you have absolved a million dollars medical debt on behalf of regular Americans in the name of our veterans who are still committed to standing up for all of us after the giant sacrifices they've made. Well, they are making another one through you to make this happen. So very much appreciate you coming on today. 
And um, uh, best of luck. And we'll be keeping an eyeball on you because you're probably the coolest thing in town. Well, thanks so much for having me, Carrie. I look forward to um, getting you some stats on the debt as, as soon as the project is fully complete. Um, we're so honored to, to partner with this project uh, with you all. And um, thank you. We appreciate it. And we'll make sure that some of those stats are on RethinkingHeroes.com so you guys can take a look at uh, where who the areas that it is touched and it is touching lots all the time. Thank you so much, Scott Patton. Appreciate it very much you coming on Rethinking Heroes. Coming up in just a sec, we're going to be looking at a ship, a ship that was famous in the 1950s. Um, as you know, as you don't know, maybe you don't know, maybe you do know, you've all seen films of those big nuclear mushroom clouds exploding in color, hydrogen bombs, all of this stuff. And many of them were in Las Vegas and hotels used to make a fortune by having tourists come and sit in the pool and watch a nice nuclear explosion while having a martini. It was lovely. Of course, there was a little fallout. They may or may not have known that was happening to their customers. Uh, More of that will be revealed and discussed. But more primarily, it was a ship that was sent out, a peace ship, because a lot of that was happening out near Australia and New Zealand. And uh, some mayhem was happening. So, well, there are veterans out there that know about this. And there is a movement afoot with Ukraine, with all the nuclear madness. That nuclear clock is like 12 seconds to midnight or one second to midnight now. If you know what the nuclear, uh, the uh, uh, doomsday clock is, you can Google it. You'll sit back aghast and close your browser immediately. That's where we're standing right now. So a lot of veteran consciousness has come to the fore saying this has to stop. Rethinking Heroes with Carrie Harrison. Life after the military. RethinkingHeroes.com Carrie Harrison here with an exciting radio gift benefit just for you this time. Rethinking Heroes has found one more way to help vets, civilians, and you to make your life more sustainable. This is radio giving back for all the time you've spent with us. Rethinking Heroes has found a forward-thinking partner who's created a complimentary downloadable discount pharmacy card to give you up to 90% off many of your prescriptions. If we don't care for each other, no one else is going to, that's for sure. So for us, it had to be no fees, no credit cards, no expiration dates for any and all listeners. Turns out the folks at CapRx also want to help fix our busted medical system. So we got a pile of complimentary downloadable discount cards for most medications. And they're good across 65,000 different pharmacies. Now you can cut out some of the middlemen as we have your back to stay well. Let's all make radio cool again. You can download your complimentary card now at RethinkingHeroes.com. RethinkingHeroes.com. That's RethinkingHeroes.com. Rethinking Heroes, Life After the Military with Carrie Harrison. And it is Rethinking Heroes. Carrie Harrison with you, your new best friend. Here to do more cool things for you uh, as your servant. Uh, I am not the inventor of any of this stuff. It is just rethinking what has been going on in many years, retranslating it into a new and better way. And that's because you and me together as a group, co-collaborating on all of this stuff are working together to make the world a better place. I don't know anyone, anyone in the room who doesn't want a better world? Nope, no hands went up. 
1958, a small group of peace activists sailed a ship called the Golden Rule to Pacific Marshall Islands to stop nuclear weapons tests. That inspired many peacemakers and peace ships that followed. Now, they have recovered and restored the original peace ship and are sailing it again for nuclear disarmament. Nuclear disarmament? Why? It's nuclear. Is this a problem? <laughs> well, Helen Jacquard, manager of the Golden Rule Project for Veterans for Peace, says, quote, with the danger of nuclear war being greater than ever, it's become clear that if we don't stop war, it will stop us. We're seeing escalating dangers with Russia putting nuclear weapons in Belarus with the U.S. government's placement of nuclear weapons in Turkey, in Italy, in Belgium, in Germany, and in the Netherlands, and its bellicose nuclear posture review from last year, and recently with Britain's deployment of depleted uranium ammunition to the Ukraine war. With us now is Rethinking Heroes. On Rethinking Heroes is Helen Jacquard of Veterans for Peace. And we want to welcome you so much for joining us today. And you are muted. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. Thank you very much, Carrie. It's a pleasure to be here. This is my first time on KPFA, and it's a pleasure to meet you. So, KPFK. Um, and KPFA, KPFA and everything that starts with a K. That's cool. KPF everything. Hey, We're glad cool. to have you That's here. And sure. um, one of the things, since Veterans for Peace and a lot of people, just regular people, think that veterans are all warriors and they're bent to war. But it's not necessarily true. And like General Smedley Butler and others who came back from war later, uh, they became interested in the not war part of war. So talk a little right. bit about that. So veterans for peace are veterans that have been to war primarily. Um, there's all, there are also in the group uh, people like me who are associate members, as in we were not in the military. I represent the Golden Rule, uh, which is a project of veterans for peace and was restored by primarily members of veterans for peace in Humboldt Bay in far northern California. So this represents a vision to sail all throughout the United States, all the navigable waters, to try to stop the possibility of nuclear war through education primarily. When we talk about nuclear war, and you mentioned uh, Great Britain using depleted uranium munitions in Ukraine, depleted uranium, and you can guide me here if I'm off, but when a nuclear power plant uses uranium to... A nuclear power plant does not make electricity. Let's make that clear. It is a giant water boiler. Nuclear explosions 24-7 get so hot that if you put water on top, it boils and makes steam and turns a turbine, like a choo-choo train in the 1800s. And that it cranks and makes electricity. What? I thought it was magic. No. It's old-fashioned and really dangerous. But at some point, those nuclear rods... Yet, uh, you know, they lose a lot of their juice. And, of course, nobody wants them in their backyard. Nobody wants them in Nevada. Nobody wants them here or there. So we throw them on the beach, put them in sheds. We get a Fukushima problem. Oops, they go in the water. Uh, and then the bluefin tuna swim 800 miles a day from the east to the, or sorry, the west to the east. And they bring with them uh, cesium and all other kinds of treats that wash up on the beach. We're generally clueless about this. But the depleted uranium can be used in this old nuclear, uh, uh, the nuclear waste from the nuclear power plants can be used to coat bombs with. So when you separate the fissionable material from the rest of the uranium, it's in, in centrifuges. The stuff that gets put into both power plants and weapons is 
the enriched uranium. What's left over is depleted uranium. That's what's used on these weapons. And we visited a manufacturing plant one time in Tennessee that is making enriched, uh, depleted uranium weapons. Um, And it's a very dangerous place, contaminating the water and the air and the soil around it. But um, the... Would I be right, Helen, uh, in thinking that using depleted uranium on weapons, when the weapons explode, the depleted uranium aerosolizes and goes into millions of particles going through the air, lodges in people's lungs and the alveoli, and will continue as permanent contamination. So it's, it's a low-level nuclear weapon, though. That is absolutely correct. And so that was part of the problem, for example, in Fallujah, where one year 25% of the babies that were born had deformities. And it was true in Sardinia, Italy, on that island where, again, 25% of the babies that were born in this one village near a military testing base were born deformed. So it's very, it's very contaminating. And yes, if it is um, hit, it aerosolizes and you breathe it in and you probably end up with cancer. We're talking to Helen Jacquard, manager of the Golden Rule Project for Veterans for Peace. And she's talking about the uh, dangers of nuclear war, which seem to many people imminent. If you live in Europe, you're terrified once again, as you were in the 1960s, the 1970s, the 1980s, because you're really in the belly button. It all flies over your head and falls, or you end up being the target. We don't talk about it much. It's not on CNN. It's sort of not in our psyche in the United States, but it's very real, and we also have a giant nuclear power plant in Ukraine that is being repeatedly shelled. That can't be good for it. Uh, I think we all know the word Chernobyl, and we might be looking at that potentially. Correct. So what we have um, is solutions. So the United Nations General Assembly passed the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons, similar to that of the chemical weapons and biological weapons, and we advocate for the passage of that treaty, which is for not unilateral disarmament, but for worldwide disarmament that is verifiable and irreversible and traceable. So um, it's it's a good idea to get rid of nuclear weapons before they get rid of us. We're in much more danger now than ever before with this war in, in Ukraine. And I think that people have just started waking up to the p- potential of nuclear annihilation. It's interesting, uh, as we wrap up this conversation, I'm very glad you're with us right now. Helen Jacquard, manager of the Golden Rule Project for Veterans for Peace. Albert Einstein, uh, not considered a slouch, layabout, uh, a laggard, became in the latter part of his life an advocate for getting rid of nuclear weapons. That we're not taught in school. We're taught theory of relativity, wild haircuts in the same suit over and over again. But the guy was much deeper than that, um, why was he against nuclear weapons? Well, he and many of the other physicists at the time that developed these weapons came to understand how terrible they can be and decided that they didn't like what they had done to develop them and decided it's they wanted to get rid of them as soon as possible. And unfortunately, all of the countries uh, have decided that not only are they not going to get rid of them, but in the United States, we're spending $2 trillion to replace every aspect of our nuclear weapon systems. That money could be used for better better things like healthcare and education and food. 
But no, we're using it for, you know, replacing a weapon that should never be used. As both China and Russia have said, a nuclear war cannot be won and must never be fought. So why are we wasting all this money on something that shouldn't even exist? So the story of the Golden Rule is on VFP, as in Veterans for Peace, vfpgoldenrule.org. And we're posting daily on Facebook under Golden Rule Peace Boat. And actually, it wasn't that bad a shape. The hull was still intact when we brought it up out of the waters of Humboldt Bay and Veterans for Peace restored it. All right. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on, Helen Jacquard. We appreciate it very much. This is Rethinking Heroes coming up. We have, in a matter of minutes, the coolest thing ever. Uh, We were talking about medical care. We relieved a million dollars in medical debt for you. We're also going to be looking at ways for you to save on prescriptions, much as you heard during the break, cyclovia and other cool things. These are live humans getting together to fix the problem. And one of them is going to make it possible for the medications to save our lives to become more accessible and more affordable. Coming up in a sec, we're going to talk about the indictment of the commander-in-chief. And what does that mean in the future if we get a commander-in-chief who's been indicted, who controls the largest military in the world? Can that happen? What does it look like? And how does all of this unfold as if anyone, any one of us knows, but there is a guy who has a very good sense. Rethinking Heroes with Carrie Harrison. Life after the military. RethinkingHeroes.com Carrie Harrison here with an exciting radio gift benefit just for you this time. Rethinking Heroes has found one more way to help vets, civilians, and you to make your life more sustainable. This is radio giving back for all the time you've spent with us. Rethinking Heroes has found a forward-thinking partner who's created a complimentary downloadable discount pharmacy card to give you up to 90% off many of your prescriptions. If we don't care for each other, no one else is going to, that's for sure. So for us, it had to be no fees, no credit cards, no expiration dates for any and all listeners. Turns out the folks at CapRx also want to help fix our busted medical system. So we got a pile of complimentary downloadable discount cards for most medications. And they're good across 65,000 different pharmacies. Now you can cut out some of the middlemen as we have your back to stay well. Let's all make radio cool again. You can download your complimentary card now at RethinkingHeroes.com. RethinkingHeroes.com. That's RethinkingHeroes.com. Rethinking Heroes, Life After the Military with Carrie Harrison. And it is 41 minutes past the hour. Carrie Harrison with you. RethinkingHeroes.com. RethinkingHeroes.com, where you're going to be able to see some of the data of the million dollars in medical debt we just relieved on behalf of Americans. And that was courtesy of American veterans doing that for you. We're going to have that data up there probably in about a week. You'll also be able to get podcasts of the show and everything we've done before. Fully available there for free and for fun. Our favorite price. Well, we're now living in an era in which first time ever in American history, a president of the United States, the commander in chief, nonetheless, has been indicted. Does this mean, what does this mean for the White House going forward? What does it mean for past presidents still alive, potentially? Well, our next guest is in New York State, a former prosecutor with 40 years of law under 
for his belt. And he's going to further unpack this issue and augur a future in which any indicted commander-in-chief could also potentially command the world's most powerful military. Let's now turn to that former prosecutor, a friend of mine who I've known for many years and trust implicitly. He's a legal and media analyst in New York State. I want to welcome a, uh, a great man who goes by the mononym Lionel. And if you remember Air America, if you have watched television, you've seen him, heard him. You can Google his name. It's a mononym Lionel, like the train, but not the train. A lawyer for 40 years. He's literally seen it all, done it all. And his legal analysis on this is invaluable. I want to welcome you, Lionel, to Rethinking Heroes. And I believe you're muted, my friend. Here we go. Here we go. How's that? Actually, uh, yes, it's Lionel, one name like God. Now, you asked a very good question. Can one be elected president if one is a convicted felon? Yes. In 1912, as you remember, Eugene V. Debs, a socialist who was incarcerated under the Espionage Act, ran for president and got, I think, two votes. But he could have been elected. Uh, Article 2 of the Constitution says you have to be 35 years old, a resident for 14 years, and that's about it. You can be elected president, but you may not be able to vote for president. So that's kind of a unique thing. Let me uh, also, you brought up something very interesting. You referred to him as the commander in chief. He is only the commander in chief to people in the military. He's not my commander in chief. He is not your commander in chief, but I am your commander. And that's for another show. Now, here's what's happening here. Number one, let me go into this. It's hard to know exactly what Trump was indicted for and with. He's looking at six total legal challenges, six, some civil, some criminal. But this is the first one. He is being charged, we think, because it has yet to be unsealed, with a felony involving the recategorization of a business expense falsified business records to hide a crime. Let me, if I could, take you through this. It's rather Rube Goldberg-esque. The other cases are very, very meat and potatoes. But the idea is this. He is being, you're hearing that he paid hush money. Now, hush money is not against the law. I could pay you $5 never to mention my name or that you know me. That's not against the law. It, it's, it, it just isn't. I also can get other people to pay you for me. That's not against the law. But here's what happened. Michael Cohen is supposedly his fixer. Michael Cohen has the operational IQ of a dart. If you ever listen to him, he doesn't <laughs> fix anything. So Michael Cohen, supposedly, this is this is the story. Yes, Michael Cohen. Other than that, a swell guy. And by the way, I heard you mention the name Alveoli. I went to school with his cousin years ago. But he, Michael Cohen, theoretically paid Stormy Daniels or Dusty Saddles or whatever her name is, paid her $130,000 so that she would keep quiet a liaison, a, a tryst of sorts with President Trump. Turns out in her version of it, nothing happened. <laughs> so what he's paying for, I have no idea. So it goes like this. Michael Cohen supposedly or supposedly, as some people say, Michael Cohen goes and pays her $130,000. He then receives money, compensation, remuneration, compensation, reimbursement from President Trump to pay him back. Okay. Is that against the law? Well, step number one, 
If this is indeed a falsified business record, that is a misdemeanor, and the statute of limitations is two years. That's since long gone. However, if you can supercharge that by adding some additional facts, if you can claim that you have indeed these falsified business records with the intention of hiding a crime, uh, secreting a crime, covering up a crime, then it moves it up to a felony And then you have a five-year statute of limitations, which may or may not have elapsed. We don't know. Now, here's the best part. The crime that we believe, again, nothing's been unsealed yet, but it's like standing outside of a stadium, hearing the crowd and trying to guess the score. But what we believe is the crime is if he said, by virtue of me paying Stormy Daniels this money, I will keep from the public this information of a tryst, this benefits me politically. And therefore, under some, again, attenuated, strange way of thinking, this is really a campaign contribution that's not reported or something along those lines. Now, what I just told you would put to sleep any jury. Remember, you want a charge that's on a bumper sticker. Carrie Harrison killed this woman. Carrie Harrison burned down. Carrie Harrison robbed. That's the one that I like. Not Carrie Harrison conspired with Michael Cohen to redirect the campaign finances in order to forget it. That doesn't work. Now, here's a couple of things here. What I think is even more fascinating. Now, listen, whether you like Trump or not, it doesn't matter. I'm telling you the truth. I'm a pathologist. I'm holding up an x-ray and I'm saying this leg is broken. I don't know whose this is, but it's broken. I don't, I'm not saying yay or nay. He has six total. If everyone to go through this, I'll do it one day with you. Six total cases that are really interesting. But here's what happened. He heard, I think, I'm just opining. I don't know this story. He heard that he was going to be indicted. So he picks, he says, you know what? Alvin Bragg is going to arrest me next Tuesday. I'm ready. Lock me up. Here's my, make sure you get me in cuffs. And Alvin Bragg says, huh? What are you talking about? Next Tuesday? What? I'm not even done yet. Why you? Okay. So what Alvin Bragg did was he turned around and says, listen, I'm going to suspend this for a while. I'm going to kind of put the brakes on this. Ha, ha, ha. You don't have anything. Booga, booga. Joke's on you. You've been indicted. So two people playing this timing game, both kind of canceling out the other. It's beautiful. It's 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 repartee. It's it's jousting. It's pairing and posting. I'm, I'm going to have to pause here. This is fascinating. And I want to continue another time, if that's OK, because no, revealed in that was it. Moment. No, that was it. No, that was it. it. That's all you had. That was your shot. You, you blew it. But we're going to do something cool right now. I want to thank you so much for coming on. Lionel, that's his mononym, a lawyer for 40 years, a media analyst, legal analyst in New York State. So he's sitting right in the belly button of where all of this stuff And shown the door. Shown the door. We're done with you. Beat it. I'm done. Now we're going to talk about, you know, some kind of rectal prolapse or something. No, something better. Actually, something that that can help with the pain of that and, and help ameliorate the condition. Rethinking Heroes with Kerry Harrison. Life after the military. RethinkingHeroes.com. Kerry Harrison here with an exciting radio gift benefit just for you this time. Rethinking Heroes has found one more way to help vets, civilians, and you to make your life more sustainable. This is radio giving back for all the time you've spent with us. 
Rethinking Heroes has found a forward-thinking partner who's created a complimentary downloadable discount pharmacy card to give you up to 90% off many of your prescriptions. If we don't care for each other, no one else is going to, that's for sure. So for us, it had to be no fees, no credit cards, no expiration dates for any and all listeners. Turns out the folks at CapRx also want to help fix our busted medical system. So we got a pile of complimentary downloadable discount cards for most medications. And they're good across 65,000 different pharmacies. Now you can cut out some of the middlemen as we have your back to stay well. Let's all make radio cool again. You can download your complimentary card now at RethinkingHeroes.com. RethinkingHeroes.com. That's RethinkingHeroes.com. Rethinking Heroes, Life After the Military with Carrie Harrison. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Rethinking Heroes, RethinkingHeroes.com. You can get a copy of this show. You can also get the information of the medical debt we've relieved and uh, more cool stuff, all free and fun for you. Speaking of which, what if radio found a way to give back for all the time you've spent with us? And we did that a little earlier. Let me introduce a forward-thinking partner who's created a complimentary downloadable discount pharmacy card to help with sometimes 90% off many of your and my prescriptions. If you're a veteran, this is invaluable. We don't care for each other. We all know no one else is going to, and that's for sure. And that's because uh, these folks are working with us, just like we got rid of the medical debt. Uh, no fees, by the way, no credit cards, none of that kind of stuff. No expiration dates for this benefit. We're talking about a complimentary download of a Rethinking Heroes card that you can take to any of 65,000 pharmacies and get discounts on many of the life-saving meds. It's our turn for radio to give back to you. And it's only possible because of people like A.J. Loyapona, who has over 20 years of experience in pharmacy benefits, finance, and software development our kind of guy. He's the co-founder and CEO of Capital RX, who's making this possible. And AJ Lacoino, I want to, or sorry, Lacoino, Lacoino, yes, yes. I want to welcome you to Rethinking Heroes. Thanks so much for having me, Gary. You are doing something that hasn't been done before. Uh, you spent your career studying the pharmaceutical supply chain. All of us are dealing with medical issues one way or the other. You can develop new solutions to ensure that patients like struggling veterans can get the medication they need at more sustainable pricing. And I have to say, finally, someone in your industry has jumped on a mission to create a fix for prescription prices, which can help labor unions, vets, and now all the rest of us. And let me just thank you for that. Uh, we have this cool Rethinking Heroes card that people can download for free. What does it do? Well, I think what we want to solve for is that drug pricing is so overly complex and opaque. And what we wanted to do is to provide people with access to a affordable price, a price that isn't manipulated, a price that isn't opaque or shrouded in other contingencies, a price that is actually provided by the federal government through CMS. So it uses what we call national average drug acquisition code, but that really doesn't matter. What's important is 
It's one price that you could look up. You could go to CMS.gov and see the price of medication. And what's so important is that people don't understand drug pricing. And this has bothered me my entire career. Just think about this, Carrie. Walk into a pharmacy and reach for a bottle of Tylenol or Advil. You understand the price immediately. But more importantly, when someone walks in right after you, the price didn't change for that person or the price won't vary 150% or 200% or change day to day. And this bothered me for prescribed medication, though. We have such a complex process. And unfortunately, it's because too many people are making money on the medication, not just the manufacturer, not just the pharmacy, all the invisible middlemen. And we wanted to remove this, simplify it, and very easily give people access to fair price again. Well, what's not to love about that? You know, uh, it is a moving target when you go see the doctor, et cetera. So this is like stability in an area where all of us, I mean, if you have a high blood pressure, my cholesterol is very impressive, very impressive. So I have to take, I know, I know it's exciting. My triglycerides are even more magnificent. Um, and I've lost a lot of weight and I'm fit now, but you know, it's genetic. My cholesterol here, I thought, oh, well, I'll just get skinny and I'll be good now. Take your Lipitor, shut up, go home. And, you know, it's expensive without a discount. So what we've got right now, if you go to RethinkingHeroes.com, RethinkingHeroes.com, you're going to see this cool Rethinking Heroes uh, card, and you can go into any pharmacy, and, and there's no, like, credit card thing. There's no non-invasive here. People can just download it and use it and then go home, uh, and it lasts a damn long time. It's for everyone, right? Well, that's just it. You know, the only thing we do want to point out always is this isn't insurance and isn't to be combined with Medicare or Medicaid. But for people that have a benefit, it's great to see what a fair price is relative to your benefit. And for those unfortunate people that are in between insurance or are in a high deductible plan and perhaps can't afford their medication, again, Having access to fair price. This is what bothered me as well, is that in order for an efficient market to work in the United States, buyers and sellers must freely communicate in price. And very simply, and what we're talking about in this particular example is the buyer is the patient, the seller is the pharmacy. But unfortunately, in the U.S. supply chain, or fancy way of just saying healthcare for prescriptions, you can't freely communicate on price. Price is not efficiently transmitted. And so back to my example of Tylenol, if someone tried to sell you a jar of 60 capsules of Tylenol for $200, you would be like, no way. Yeah, you're right. If someone were to say, well, your atorvastatin this week is $59 instead of seven, someone might be like, well, I guess so. Because no one has access to fair price. And the game has continued for decades. And it's ending because of examples like this program where now you have people that are providing fair and efficient access to a reasonably priced medication at the point of sale. So as we're finishing up talking to AJ Loyacono, over 20 years experience in pharmacy benefits and finance and software development having uh, put together this incredible card for the benefit of you. Uh, so this is something we're making available. It's a free download at RethinkingHeroes.com. RethinkingHeroes.com, free download. No credit card needed, no fees, nothing. This guy is 
making it possible for us to get giant discounts at over 65,000 pharmacies. No questions asked. Enjoy it. Get healthy. Enjoy stabilized prices. And um, am I right in thinking like up to you know, 80, 90 percent off medications that we're familiar with? Well, it's absolutely right. You know, the example I just gave of, say, a Torvastatin, 10 milligrams, 30 pills, you know, on, you know, a vast array of pharmacies that could be had for as low as $6.63. And that is a very reasonable price out of pocket. And some people will be like, that's an amazing price or lisinopril, 10 milligrams, 30 pills, $2.56. Like, wow, that's extraordinarily affordable. And the whole point of it is the price was always there. No one was willing to give it to the end patient because too many people wanted to turn that $2.56 into $22.56. And back to my earlier point, if buyers and sellers are not creating a free and efficient market, I don't understand price. And when that occurs, people manipulate and take advantage of the system. So it ends. And this is the program that can help this immediately. Pleasure. Disruptors. This is awesome. So, so you can stay alive for five bucks instead of 500 bucks. Exactly right. Where do I and, sign up? <laughs> well, as you said, uh, rethinkingheroes.com. You can obviously uh, access the program directly and there's no cost. There's no requirement. Um, I just say the best way to shop is always to compare price. So no hesitation whatsoever. If you have this card, be it as a download, as a email, as a, you want to keep it in your pocket as a physical printout, check the price. I always say this to everyone because unfortunately, there are people that will take advantage of you on every transaction. And this clears that up immediately for you. Thank you so much for showing up for all of us uh, in a country of 350 million people. This is a tonic to a perpetually plaguing problem. That was a triple alliteration. And I did it just for you, AJ Roya Kono uh, with Capital RX, who's made this possible for all of us listeners. Uh, it's super easy. If you're a veteran and you don't have a printer, you can go to a public library. You can, anybody can, you can print the card right there, put it in your pocket. And like, like we said, no obligation to do anything, just save on it. Thank you so much for coming on today, AJ Loya Kono. Appreciate so much your happy disruption and a lot of smiles are going to be had. And a lot of people will get to stay alive at an affordable, sustainable price, which is something all of us want here in the U.S. Appreciate your coming on today very much. Thank you so much, Carrie. My pleasure. All right, my friend. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Rethinking Heroes, rethinkingheroes.com. Go there, check it out. Get that card. It's for free and for fun. Very much appreciate being with you, and I look forward to seeing everyone next week. Rethinking Heroes with Carrie Harrison. Life after the military. RethinkingHeroes.com. Carrie Harrison here with an exciting radio gift benefit just for you this time. Rethinking Heroes has found one more way to help vets, civilians, and you to make your life more sustainable. This is radio giving back for all the time you've spent with us. Rethinking Heroes has found a forward-thinking partner who's created a complimentary downloadable discount pharmacy card to give you up to 90% off many of your prescriptions. If we don't care for each other, no one else is going to, that's for sure. So for us, it had to be no fees, no credit cards, no expiration dates for any and all listeners. 
Turns out the folks at CapRx also want to help fix our busted medical system. So we got a pile of complimentary downloadable discount cards for most medications. And they're good across 65,000 different pharmacies. Now you can cut out some of the middlemen as we have your back to stay well. Let's all make radio cool again. You can download your complimentary card now at RethinkingHeroes.com. RethinkingHeroes.com. That's RethinkingHeroes.com.